I'm OB. And this is The Kickstand. A place where you gonna kick up your motherfucking feet and chill out for about an hour or so. Yep. Um, so we got like so much shit to talk about. Today. Today. Um, so my birthday passed. Yep. It was Liddy. It was Liddy as fuck. Um, extra, all, extra lit, extra. Um, before I go into that, let me, because there's so much to go into. Don't forget to make sure that y'all like, subscribe, share, repost, retweet, re-Instagram it. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Make sure that y'all love the show the way that we love doing the show. Um, so we can uh, act like we really a show or something. Yep. Because that might happen. Official. Um, so, first of all, okay, so the birthday. My birthday was July 27th, so it was Friday. Um, it's now Tuesday. Don't judge us on why we late again. <laughs> it's fine. At this point, it was so. It. No, it was just so much. It was um, my body. Let me tell you something. I could not give nobody a show on Sunday <laughs> after what happened on Saturday, and we'll get into that in a second. Um, so the birthday starts off just real chill, just a very chill day. Um, I do what everybody else does these days. I looked at all the Facebook posts. Yeah. I think I think everybody answered what you could. I didn't even answer. I didn't even answer them because I just did it as a general like if you my friend and you fuck with me and you know it's my birthday or you just saw it was my birthday right. thank you all as a general thank you so much for the love right. and, and just you know the birthday wishes as a general thank yeah, you because I'm not saying I'm not individually it was I hit the like button that's enough y'all know I've got <laughs> acknowledgement that I saw your posts but I'm definitely not sitting here being like oh thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank now you. I feel like I'm saying, doing the same shit over, saying I'm the same not, thing. I'm not typing thank you 101 times, but I do appreciate every single person that gave me a birthday shout out, um, every telephone call, every text message. My phone died because of that. <laughs> because it was like, look, every time I turn, turn back around, nigga gotta be in this phone. And it was, and it was a lot of love. It was, it was, and it was funny because I'm also saw from people that I haven't really talked to like that either. So you know, Facebook, thank you for keeping us connected enough. For niggas, yeah. niggas that you don't know, but you know, um, and that's why I also try to do it myself. I try to do it on people's birthday that I haven't talked to in a minute, like at least, hey, happy birthday to you too. Damn, so I must be fucked up because I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really engage like that. Like if if, if I'm real close to you, hell yeah, I'm gonna say the birthday. Bro. Yeah, no. It's just like here and there, niggas and shit like that. I'll just be like, then you go, oh, you can do it's like the auto shit, so you don't even gotta type it. Yeah, just say happy birthday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. And click, don't get click, twisted. Click. It ain't, it ain't a whole, it ain't a whole big thing. But if I fuck with you, it's like I'm screaming happy birthday to the top of my motherfucking lungs. But this right. nigga, I hope you enjoy your day. Like then. And the other niggas be like this. Hey, he didn't do that on my birthday. No, it, get, it gets a little <laughs> shit for those that I really fuck with. Like you get posts, you get pictures. It's just you get the whole nine. You get everything. If, if if I fuck with you, that's that's how your birthday's gonna be. Um. So then, um, I went and we went to a crab feast. I don't remember who the fuck the crab feast was for. I guess it was whoever my cousin was working for. All my family, you know, was there. Maxine was there. And Wait, you know, so she, it was just a crab feast. It was just a crab feast. But it was more <laughs> than just crab. Nigga, when I say they had all type of food, nevage, all type of desserts and everything, and it was indoors, surprisingly. Good. And you know, you had what well, needed to be because on my birthday it poured down rain. Yeah. Which will lead me to my next thing in a minute, but um, it just—it was a lot. It was definitely—it was such a good vibe, a good feel. Right. I danced real hard to Poison and forgot that I turned 35, so my body hurt like a motherfucker like, oh, afterwards. Shit. I was like, nigga, what the fuck? I think I almost yeah, died. Can't do this no more. Like no, I was like doing a Running Man and just kind of dancing. Niggas was like, hey, fuck it. So bad, and, you know, white folk was loving it. 
himself. Um, but that was that was my shit. And, and you know what? Now that I think about it, I probably um, hear about that during one of the family holidays, whatever whichever one's coming up soon. Is right. This the it'll probably be Thanksgiving. Maybe Thanksgiving. I'll hear about that during Thanksgiving. Anyway, um, so then uh, that day it poured down right now. now that leads me to what happens on Saturday. Right. But before we go on Saturday, I prayed for all of those people that went to the On The Run 2 tour on Friday. <laughs> Nigga, around 6, 7 o'clock, because the show starts around like 7.30ish. Right. It, and it poured down rain. I mean, it was hard, because I had to go to the craft piece around 7. Right. It poured down hard as shit. I was like, yo, it was thunder, lightning, it was all type of storms out this bitch, and you know, we, we niggas was in D.C. Yeah. So it was like, okay. The shit ended up stick. Yo, I was like, I'm so hoping that he didn't, but it, it still turned out to still have it be a good concert for that day. Right. So then I go on Saturday. So I pick up my little sister um, around about 5, 6-ish. Right. We get out there. We hit out there around 7. Nigga, by the time that we hit the motherfucking corner, because like there's, once you get off the exit, there's an arena exit, and it, it'll lead you no matter which direction you come into, it arena. all leads to the arena. Right. So, once we got off the exit, oh, it was automatic traffic. Dang. Like the traffic was like, as soon as you came off the exit, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere because niggas, niggas is stopping. They had parking spots everywhere, this, that, and the third. And I mean, there were so many different diversions. It's like four or five different diversions to come into the city of Rick. Instantly, that's getting off. That was even, actually, let me rephrase that. That was even before getting off the beltway. Like, we would just turn it into it. And, that, and for that, we were technically early. Yeah. So it was 7 o'clock, 7.30. 7.30, I didn't realize that the, the first act went on. Right. The first act was actually the two twins, um, Haley and Chloe or whatever that are under Beyonce's label. Right. So they were on first. We didn't see them, we didn't care about that. Um, <laughs> we get upstairs, now mind you, uh, the fuckery FedEx field, y'all need to make sure y'all, either y'all escalator work or y'all got some, I, I can see why not having an elevator because there's a lot of people. Yeah. But they had a seven to eight ramps that went all the way up to the fourth level. Oh, that's that shit crowded as a oh no, it wasn't even just and the ramps are wide. The ramps are huge. Right. Don't get twisted. The ramps are huge, but it was so much walking to get all the way up there. First of all, we had to walk from where the parking spot was. We had to walk all the way to the arena. We walked around and then realizing that we where where we started at, we were at the two hundred level. So it was like that's not it. It just it was just gonna go around. Yeah, I think it's had to go up. So they were like, no, go back, go towards wall, and then go up the ramp. So we went up the ramp and we finally got up there. Whole time I should have looked at my tickets thinking that we had seats. We had standing room only. Damn. So nigga, it was just we was just up there. Everybody and this when I tell you it was a lot of people in the stadium on that standing portion Fuck only. It. Fuck it. Shit. Niggas ain't care. Fuck Niggas it. did not <laughs> care. Nigga, we here. Like So we met Lindsay and Megan. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Lindsay and Megan. These two white girls that were extremely, extremely lit. They was lit as shit. And, you know, so the whole time, the white girl, Lindsay, was like, look, if she does drunken love, I'm falling out, this, that, and the third. I was like, okay. Drunken love did happen. Lindsay did fall out. It was like, real damn. It was like, real okay. Sick. But, um, so when we get up there, you know, we, we go, we get something to eat, we get some chicken tenders, some french fries, you know, they got 
food on every on everything, so it was real cool. Um, we actually packed the skybox, and surprisingly, if anybody looked at the Instagram feeds, um, the Obamas were there too. Right. So that was really cool. We didn't we didn't know that. I didn't know that until after the fact. Right. But I was like, oh, that's what's up. They was in that bitch wilding out. They was getting it. No I, when I told you my president was in that bitch wilding, like. Yes, and I think they was. I think they actually was balling the niggas in Paris, if I'm not mistaken. Throughout whatever song was playing, I think it was like niggas in Paris. Um, so we up there, right? And then as we're as we're up there, first of all, let me shout out a petty bitch, bitch. You talking about look at your motherfucking ticket and talk about oh this is my standing section. Bitch, the whole section is a standing section, motherfucker. <laughs> Ain't no like you gonna try to come for us. This, then, is, my standing this, this is my standing section. So we move down for like, okay, bitch, we don't want no smoke, we don't want no beef. But then but as we realized that the concert went on, that bitch was ghost. She was MIA, so bitch, how does your standing section know? Yes. How does your standing section? Get the fuck this, out of here. So that was that was that was a bit much. Um so before the show began, I ended up getting text messages and shit. I got a text message from one of my coworkers like, um, yo, what section you in? I was like, what do you mean, what section am I in? I thought you were going to the Atlanta show. He was like, nah, I'm here now. Da, da, da. I'm Damn. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo. Okay. Then it was funny because later on the, at the night, I found another co- old coworker and she was there. And I realized like from the view, she took a, the same picture I took right. as far as the OTR. I realized from her view what side she was on, she was going to be like towards the right of me. So oh. she was still at the 400 because it was you could still tell it was still the same angle. Right, right, right. But she was I could tell she was still right me. I was like, yo, I was still the right side of that. I was there. Um so Beyonce and Jay was not on nigga time. But they definitely if you thought the show was gonna start at 7.30, you were sadly mistaken. Beyonce said, I'ma wait for this motherfucking sun to go down. Y'all need to see all of this. Y'all need to bask in the glow of all of this excellence. You need this bitch packed. And, and it need to be packed. And it was. When I tell you, when I, cause I think you got, you get so involved into the show that you don't realize. I actually looked out into the crowd. Yeah, just to see. It was a sea of fucking people. There's only one strip where there was not people. Dang. There was only one strip where there was not people. And that was just because that was the walking strip for like, you know, video and shit like right. that. It was just that walking strip where there wasn't, where there weren't any people. And then of course, on the back side of where the stage is, there, there's no people. Sheesh. But compared to everything else that was around, I looked around me, I looked behind me, there was still more uh, balcony Yo, pieces like, above me. Like, nigga, it was so many endless, people. Endless, endless amounts of people yeah. on the bench. So, that shit was, that shit was lit. So, then, the show starts. Okay. First and foremost, what y'all not gonna do is you're not gonna barrage me with these sexy-ass montages. <laughs> With motherfucking like y'all fucking on million dollar sheets literally because there was a fucking bed of money and shit. Yeah, I know. I seen so, the band of their pictures out. So here's the thing. Here's what I would like. Um, can I have a full length video because this is the second one to run two tour situation where you did the shit. You've done it for limited all, all the the um the formation tour. All I think that it's shit. not trying to keep. Can, no, no. All I want is for the montages. Can I get like a whole compilation video of that? Can you just put this just shit put together. Yeah, put it together. Put this shit together. Put it sell together. It. Sell, sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. Sell it. <laughs> because I, I would like that. Go ahead, just sell it. Like. And so they, you know, you know, this they they put up words like this. Love is real, and I was like. <laughs> it's so real, and and just even with the the chemistry, it's like you could see that both of them were working artists, right? And they were working separately, and then when they had to come together, yes. but they still work collectively yeah. together. 
So those, yeah, nigga, we husband and wife, but no. niggas still entertain us too. Those moments, <laughs> those moments were amazing, yo. And it was one, it was one part. I forgot. I think it was during J Rap and something. I can't remember what it is offhand. But she's standing there, and like you can see on the screen, she's talking to people in the mosh pit crowd, and they dancing, and she and you see her face like, oh, all right, go in, go off, oh shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like Beyonce just looks, she just looks amazing. It's funny because to see it in person, it's like you can tell that this is what this girl was born to do. Like this is what she does, and she loves what she does. And she's having a good time. She's interacting with the crowd. She's really, you know, focused. Yeah, I heard she's like she's like interactive with her face. She like um, when she did um, resentment. She did resentment, and she's in this long, flowy yellow dress or whatever. And it looked like that dress had, I'm not even gonna lie, that dress looked like it probably had like a snack bag. Because it's fast, she got into that motherfucker. <laughs> she, she got out there. She got out that bitch just as fast. But um, she was sitting on one side of the stage and she's really singing to the crowd. And I mean, there are people down there losing it. Right. That's so funny losing. you say that. I was, uh, I was, right before you picked me up yesterday, I was watching Rob Deerday, Fantasy um, um, Ridiculousness. Mm. And he was talking about the on the run shit. Yeah. The girl, it was a girl. You know how you have a guest. There was a white girl in there. She was a guest. She was like, "Yeah, I went. I went to. I went. I went." Mm-hmm. She said, "I, I cried." It's she just, said she literally. So she said she went to Beyonce. To, I think she went to the first on the run. Yeah. She said Beyonce literally sung and like looked at her. She yeah. Said she literally cried tears. Yeah. Like literally cried. Like. This. I was like, "Yo, Beyonce is a force. Beyonce, Beyonce is getting to that level. She will never be the level of the king. Let me be clear. But." She's getting to that Michael Jackson status in life. Slowly. Where, slowly. Where it's like people get there and they feel a level like, of emotion. They can be like, oh, oh my God. I mean, she's looking at me. Yeah. Like, she, she locked eyes with you. You start crying. Like, like, like whoever, she, whoever she was looking at in that mosh pit must have been fucking it up down there. Because you could li- literally see, we all we saw on the screen was her saying, okay, go off. Like, you could see her right. talking like, oh, shit, fuck it up. Yeah. Like, like you could see that. But she gets this level of emotion that's so different. I will also say that the energy is, the energy at that concert and just in general, after Jay has done what he's done, has has definitely flipped. I remember a time of going to go see Jay and Mary J. Blige, and equally, like that energy was just like, yes, oh my God, I don't give a fuck if Jay out here and Murray out here next, I don't give a fuck. Like it equally, that energy was so good, everybody was pumped at that show for this one it was like oh jay about to do his part oh okay like niggas came like, to see beyonce niggas came to see beyonce like nobody we kind of came kind of right. didn't um my favorite jay-z parts would have to be um big pimpin because he not only wrecked his part of big pimpin but he did pimp c's part yeah. and niggas was in that bitch getting it so i really like that my all-time favorite part, and I'm doing spoilers, so if y'all need to fast forward through this, you do this if you haven't seen it yet. And I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. You can call it what you want to. The on the run two, the on the run two tour changes so frequently. Like there is always a different change, there's always a different lineup. Because uh, I looked at it online and looked yeah. at where it's been in other cities, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, she didn't wear that when when she was here. She didn't like, perform she didn't, this. She didn't, she didn't do this song. Yeah. Like, so it, there are many different. Um, kind of sets to it so you really it's always going to keep you guessing so the um i want to say 
my other favorite part, there, there are two favorite parts that I have really. My other favorite part um, was 99 Problems. Oh, yeah. 99 Problems, my nigga, made me feel so pro-black and was just happy to be black as shit. I don't know what it was. So I think that because the second verse is about um, him getting pulled over yeah. and him doing that voice thing with him and the cop. Right. So the second verse just kind of resonates because, you know, this is kind of what we're going through. This is the world that we're living in. Even though 99 Problems, you're looking at that, that was the black album. So yeah. how long ago that was, not to say that that wasn't happening. But it's weird. But, it's, but it's really just, relevant. It's really weird and it's relevant yeah. now. Now, with 99 Problems, um, he was putting up mugshots. So you had uh, Jesse Jackson's mugshot, Martin Luther King, um, um, who else? Meek Mill, um, Nicki Minaj, um, 50 Cent, like he just had, he, uh, Tupac, it was just like he had just a whole bunch of different mugshots, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Angela Davis. And I was like, yo, the more and the more and more mugshots that I saw on this shit, it just made me kind of feel pro-black. Like, yo, these people went through their situations, but have become some of the the most influential people of our time. Oh, shit. And and just ninety nine problems just became my song. Like I was just sitting in it. Another funny moment would definitely have to be niggas in Paris. Okay, here's why, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to a concert. And there are white people next to you in the concert. They be trying to hold their composure so bad. To that say that know. word. So, so his thing, niggas in Paris doesn't have as many niggas as some of the other songs. Right. You feel me? But niggas in Paris was one of the songs where I think they kind of let it slip. Because I realized, like, there's a white couple now next to um, to my sister, RJ. And then, you know, I got Lindsay and Megan to the left of me and shit. So I kind of heard it slip around niggas in Paris. And I said, okay. Well, uh, I ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all got that. Y'all got that one off. I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> However, the nigga does the story of OJ. Oh, yeah. It was like... When I tell <laughs> you, you can hear a motherfucking pin drop. Because niggas, did, I mean, when they, when I tell you white folk ain't say shit, they was like, mm-hmm. oh, when I tell you they was on this bitch just looking like, mm, we not we ain't, quiet. We ain't saying and that. I was in that bitch yelling. I was like, light nigga, dog nigga, hot nigga, <laughs> like I just, really, I just kept saying it because I was like, y'all just can't say it. And I dare anybody like, to say like, it. They, they like, damn, we put a mugshot, so you know shit's real. In here. Yo, it, shit's it, real it, got, in here, it like, got real as shit. We say that shit, we. So, you might be getting stomped out in this bitch. Yo, and, and let me tell you something. It was an altercation in the road before, so I can only imagine, and that was some niggas. So what I'm about to say, like, y'all might not want that. Y'all might not want it that. You just might want to bite your tongue. But when I tell y'all on the story of OJ, it got quiet as shit. I said, I, I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for not saying the words, because I know you know the words. I know you do. I know you see. I know when you're not around niggas, you say it. Right. And what was really nice about it was this. So we were trying to look for him because, mind you, we're on the top. Right. So we're looking for Jay, and we're like, um, where, does, where is he at? So he's on one side of the stage, and then there are three screens. That's how you hit the O, the T, and the R. Okay. So there are three big screens. So on the two screens is the animated version of the video. Right. And then in the middle is him, and they have it in, like, black and white. So it okay. kind of... It, it almost feels like he's telling that whole story. Right, because the, the video was. Because the video was a story. Um, so when I tell you 
that he still puts on a show. He still is able to get the crowd hyped. Um, I just think that the energy shifts because niggas know Beyonce songs. They're memorable. They feel Beyonce in a different kind of way than they do Jay nowadays. Um, mm, I think it's so fucked up. It, it, it's fucked up. It is very fucked up. And you, I mean, if you if you were there, you could feel the energy shift. Like you literally right. could feel the energy shift. But he, but they engaged everybody. They didn't, you know, they they did the the audience participation with the left side, the right side, the back. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, it just it just is what it is. I think we, you know, we, we definitely had a great time. Um, so Beyonce killed every goddamn thing. Of course. Furthermore, come on, bitch. Keep, continue to use what you already have. Because here's the thing. A lot of the shit that she's done, you saw um, you saw from the Beyonce experience. Right. You saw from the Formation Tour. You saw from V-Day. And you also saw from Coachella. Because right. why the fuck they kept the goddamn band? <laughs> Nigga, why they still had the marching the, band? I know them niggas in that band is paid. It's paid right now. Why they still had the HBCU band? I said, nigga, do they have the band? Y'all niggas got bad. They good. They, they good. Now, um, the they still still got her dancers. You know what I'm saying? Still um, have the guitarist who's who's a female. Um, they had um, people that played the trumpet. And the trombone, they were right. female as well, which is which is different because you usually don't see that. Um, but yes, the marching band was was it. She did the stepping as well from from the Coachella performance. So she did. I mean, she did not miss a beat. Um, she to the rumors of if she is pregnant. Now, for her being on that screen, she was a little thick. But I, I put it to you like this: you just had two babies, you breastfeeding. So I would only imagine that's probably why. Still now, who says that she breastfeeding? If you eating like that <laughs> and you get a little bit thicker, you know what I'm saying? Her, she's what 36 now. Like her body not gonna bounce back like that. It's just uh, not. It's just not. Like she could work. She can work out all that she want to with this music, and not it's not. It's, you're not gonna get slim ass. Well, you, you gonna spend that money and get that shit. Right. Um. So then she. One of my favorites was when. She did Crazy in Love when when they did Crazy in Love, right. and she was in the iconic outfit. So she kind of kept to you know that whole iconic thing. The great thing that I was really happy about, like, and I realized that you older now, right. you ain't do that motherfucking dick shit that you did in the video. Yeah, with the she lady. ain't gonna do that. I was like, yo, I don't think you're gonna be able to get up, y'all. I was like, oh, be honest. In my whole head, I'm like, yo, please don't do that. I feel I feel really really bad for you. I think she only tripped like one time throughout the whole thing. But everything about this shit was seamless. Everything shit. about she it was still can just do that y'all. Shit, like seamless. Yo, she still puts on real life When I tell you with um Diva and Dirt Off Your Shoulders, like together, like that shit was, was That's awesome. That's played blackout. Oh no, oh no, they went through it all like yeah, it tough. was not you got you got blueprint three shit you got blueprint two well, yeah, shit true, like you you didn't you didn't get just anything and i think what's funny is that some of the songs really kind of coincide my other favorite moment had to be the O3 bonnie and clyde O3 bonnie and clyde was the shit niggas sang every motherfucking word <laughs> like O3 bonnie and clyde is still a classic. Um, 
they did shit from Magna Carta, the one, the song with him and JT and shit. She sang JT's part, and just in general, they continuously excel at this. Like as a, it, as a team too, you bro. know, uh, they did countdown, countdown, like yo, um, and then they finished the night off with ape shit. And when I tell you, it was That's one of the shit. best. It was one of the best concerts that you didn't feel, other than they did Young uh, Forever Young. Which kind of made you feel like, okay, yeah, this is about to ramp up. It's, it's definitely an end. Because for every young, there's a song that you just be like, look, this is an end. You know, it's good. We good. We've, we've kind of... Mr. Hudson there? Uh-huh. Mr. Hudson wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like you kind of do a little bit of everything. Right. Yeah. So then you get you get there, and they, they, they do that song, and you're all happy, and you're like, mm, you feel this is about to end. And then they kill you with ape shit. Oh, my God. You thought it was and you know what I'm saying? And then they kill you with ape shit. And then it's like nobody moves. Like you're not moving to go to your car <laughs> until ape shit is officially over they and they're look, walking we're back. We're going to wait until this song is over until we see them leaving the stage. Right. Then we're going to make a decision. And then we're going and then we gonna leave. Niggas like, might, some niggas probably just sat there like, y'all got to resonate real quick. Man. Yo, <laughs> it was so much. So then, um, first of all, we were standing for about an hour or so. Let's right. start there. Um, secondly, we lost the car because we didn't drop a pin. So we lost the car. So here's how we lost the car. Um, remember, I was telling you about the ramps. Right, right. So the ramps was so much, my nigga, that you coming down. When we came down the ramps, we got swifted with the crowd and moved out to the wrong section. So we walked all the way down the street because the street looks exactly the same because it looks like the other street. So we slide all the way down the street and realize, like, nigga, this is not where the car is at all. Yeah, like, what the all fuck? The way back. So we had to go all the way back to the arena and then turn left and then come all the way back down. Nigga had to retrace this. We had to re- we had to literally retrace our steps. We was, I was like, oh shit, yo, yeah, okay, now I remember these porta potties right here. Like, okay, I get it now. And it was some, it was some motherfuckers out there. Mad as shit, I was. Yo, we, oh, we were. My feet hurt so. I bet. Bad. You stood for bad. about an hour or some change. And then had to walk. And then had to walk. And then like, yeah, 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 you had to walk. Then had to turn around and walk back. Right. You, know, you walked all the way to a destination just to, have to turn around and walk all the way back. But all in all, the show was fucking fire. Awesome. It was the best birthday present that I could have ever given myself. Yeah. Like, I was really, originally I was going to do it on the day of my birthday, which would have been fine too. But I'm kind of glad that I didn't with that whole rain yeah, situation. I'm kind of glad that I didn't. That, that wouldn't have even been safe driving like that. Yeah. Especially you got on the beltway. You got also count like you wasn't the only one from here that went to that shit. Exactly. So like you exactly. you'd have been literally fighting traffic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um and, and then just the, the fact that matter just to make it on time though. Like we really we did not know that we were on time. I mean we missed not near moment of that show. Other than the open and act situation because we heard them in the beginning. Yeah. But nobody really cared nobody about cared. that. That's not being on time. But when I tell you to be in that moment, was it was epic. It was everything. So if you've not seen the On Run 2 tour, make sure y'all go check it out to the city near you. Um, I got family that's supposed to be going to the Houston show. I have friends that are supposed to be going to the Atlanta show. And each one, I believe, is going to be different because every time I look online, there's some new shit. So uh, that's me. Yeah, one of my homeboys said that um, he, he, he wasn't going to be Yeah. Which How shit? long does the tour last? Um, a tour can last anywhere from three to six months. Depending on Damn! It depends which one you do. Because, like, the Nikki when shit... When did it start? Uh, about two months ago. So that means it probably still got a couple of months ago. Yeah, they still got a couple months ago. Like, um, the Nikki show starts in September and doesn't end until 
December, I want to say. Even crazier if, even crazier if Nicki, sh- if, if, if Beyonce, Jay Z shit still bring us on to when Nicki shit. It will. It, they're gonna they're gonna coincide. They're gonna they're gonna meld at one point. Damn. As far as other, because you gotta think about that. They're still going from the, this month to next month, and I think until September, October, something like that. Oh, okay. And then That's her starts bad. in September. Right. So. so you know. It is what it is. And I love the fact that they still paid homage to her, too, because she did Feeling Myself, and then the whole stage lit up pink. That's up here. So, um, you know, she always... Uh, you couldn't be here, but... But, you know, you still paid homage you. to that. <laughs> and, um, and so the whole stage lit up pink, which is nice. All right, so on to our wretched and ridiculousness, because we got a little bit to cover. Let's cover the first thing that, that I showed you and that you may have seen. Faith and Stevie's new music video for... I haven't even seen it yet, but... First off, okay. Why is it like soft core porn? <laughs> because first of all, I hope that's Faith's body because um, damn thing, you was looking kind of good in, in the video. Like I hope that's your body. Um, Stand up. Well, you know what? It w- I would say that if it wasn't for the tattoo. You know what I'm saying? If you like the. You can draw. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think that it was it was so much that plus faith been working out recently so it, it could have been it could definitely been it was only the crack of the ass so um, it wasn't but one like you were seeing a whole bunch of nothing um then my second portion was first of all not with stevie grinding on her like this though like you in your boxing shorts and you just grinding like the whole shit of it was just oh it was so nasty now however despite the visual as an R&B song, the shit is fire. I, 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 haven't heard, I haven't heard or seen that video. The shit is fire. Vocally, they, their harmonies match. Stevie's singing, she's singing. It, it goes together. Um, they talk about they love didn't take a minute, you know, to make. And I, I applaud them for this. They love it and they love each other. You're right. And, you okay, know, But so they are officially actually married, and Faith has said it herself. Um... Because I actually saw her on some shit, and then uh, she was doing an interview, and she was like, "Yeah, you know, we just we, we went to Vegas and and did and this shit. <laughs> we're married. Went to Vegas and did Um, so moving on, we also have Little Kim's new video, Nastiest Ones, airs tomorrow. So it will be airing um, August first. I'm very excited. Um, this will be her second video in the standing of two new singles, one Spicy and the other one Nasty. That's not bad, Joe, to be so, coming out with singles and not only having, you like, you have videos with your singles. No, and she's, she's definitely preparing, um, you know, preparing for an album. I think that people have gotten to this point where, um, I think they think Kim is washed up, but I think that Kim is creating her own new lane again. She ain't washed up, she's being herself. That's, yeah. that's, I mean, granted, it ain't no Kim, but. Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, she grown now. She don't really gotta like. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like she don't. She don't really gotta revert back to. I mean, she but she kind of is because in this in, in yeah, this song she's talking about. But she's not as aggressive. Like, she's not as aggressive as she was when she was young. True, but she's talking about she got pussy sweating and she got him. Um, he fucking and 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 the pussy got him sweating like an athlete. Like so. <laughs> like I mean, it's not like she she not you know she's still not. She's still nasty. I'm mad, I'm mad that it's called nasty one, but the hook says you're gonna do it for the nastiest one. So I'm like, I don't 
know how that plan of words works. Right, but, right. <laughs> like, I don't know how that works. Um, but no, I, I believe that she started the game, she elevated the game, and she will continue yeah, to be the you gotta remember, I say, I give it to her, Foxy Brown, Pride Dive, we the reason a lot of these bitches stop talking and that's the different shit. Evil way. Like, you know, like, they started that shit. Like, because they started, they came Big out disgusting. To, Big said to her, and she said in many interviews, that you're going to be the black Marilyn Monroe with this shit. Which, technically, truth be told, is probably not the best thing. Not at all. Marilyn Monroe, was, was, Marilyn Monroe whole, was a whore. A whole whore. She was a whore. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever. She's yeah. a whore. But, but I think, but I also realized that in the 90s, it gave us a different dynamic and a, uh, a different perception to talk about sex freely and more openly. And I've noticed, honestly, truth be told, I've noticed that a lot more artists have been a lot more tamer in, in the sex degree. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, we had Uncle Luke back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You got Kim kind of really putting it out they there. They just don't give a fuck. Like, bitch swallowing, Sprite bottling them up. You know what I'm saying? Like, just say like it. it's, it's, it's just that. And I think that Nowadays, I don't see it as much no. as I used to, and it's a, like a lot of artists are either scared about their sexuality, or their sexuality is so overtly over the top. Or that, that it's going to be that it's just it's just out there already, so it's just like it's no. Like what else can we say? Like we've already we've already said this, Literally. but but it doesn't matter because we all everybody everybody in hip hop we repeat the same things because if you're talking about fuck fucking money bitches. That's in every song. In every song. It, it doesn't make any sense. I just think that people don't explore the sexuality like they used to. And I think that the big difference between Kim and Foxy was Kim said, "I fuck a nigga for my pleasure." Foxy said, "I'm a fucking nigga for my money." And that was and that was your, your your biggest thing. But I'm excited to see the new video tomorrow, so I can't wait to, to take a look at that. Um, I'm gonna skip that one, but. Um, LeBron James opens the I Promise School in Ohio. Shout out to King James. LeBron James proves that what he does is bigger than basketball. He opened a school in Akron, Ohio, even after leaving Cleveland. LeBron's school will help at-risk youths and will educate up to a thousand students from first to eighth grade. That is commendable and amazing. Thank you for taking your shine, your spotlight, your money, and turning it into something that is valuable for students. And we didn't sit here and say they're just black students. It didn't say anything. Just students in general. Everyone to get a proper education. LeBron James is so commended about that. So, can't say a lot of other fucking... Can't even say a lot of these rappers doing shit like that. That's like right. a whole basketball. Right. You, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, hoopers. Like, that's crazy. Like, like, y'all niggas look pathetic. Hey, that's bad. That's real shit. Y'all something look pathetic. Like, mm-hmm. Y'all do for y'all within this music industry. Mm-hmm. Like y'all niggas is at the biggest parties and shit. While not niggas like him. Right. That's like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Like, I mean, even there was a few music artists who actually did some real live serious shit. Like Drake. Drake put electricity. Yeah. He put electricity in the play. Like in, in Haiti, wasn't it? I think Haiti? so. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like nigga, like niggas really out here doing real, real shit because right. real life is happening. Right. Like, <laughs> like when you are an artist or an athlete and you look beyond yourself and you're and you're yeah. doing things that are beyond your beyond yourself or beyond the instant community that you're around, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm not mistaken, he ain't even from Cleveland. No. He's not even from Ohio. I don't think, I don't think LeBron's from Cleveland. 
so you know just in just in general it's like um that's that's dope you you can't you can't be mad about that um so moving on to more ratchet and ridiculousness um i don't watch the show okay because it ain't my cup of tea because i'm tired of it okay i'm tired i'm uh, tired of nigga shows I'm tired. I don't watch Empire anymore. I don't want nobody to ask me. This is not Mortal Kombat. I don't watch Power. I really don't. However, I would have if I known that Kendrick Lamar was gonna be in it. But I'm just saying because I love just Kendrick. Just episode. But um, but yeah. So Kendrick Lamar uh, made his acting debut in Power. I will say from the clip that I was able to watch, from what I've watched when I watched Power before, because of course I did watch it in the beginning. When you sit back and really look at it, I think that Kendrick's character kind of did shift the dynamic of it and made it funny and made it a little bit lighter. And even though he was playing a crackhead, first of all, he was playing a bilingual crackhead. Let's be honest, like Spanish. nigga, you Spanish speaking crackhead. Spanish? Like Spanish what is crackhead. what is going on? Like yo, Kendrick. But then again, keep in mind, Kendrick is also from LA, so you kind of you do get very bilingual. He's gonna have to learn Spanish. I believe either in LA or New York, you, LA, Texas. New York, you get really, you get really uh, Spanish, Spanish lingual at that point, um, or bilingual, I should say. But <laughs> I really, really, honestly believe that um, Kendrick is about is taking his talent to a whole nother level. You feel me? Makes sense. I think so. I think so. Um, so Octavia Spencer, Octavia Spencer is to play hair care mogul. Madam C.J. Walker in new Netflix series. Madam C.J. Walker wasn't she old? Well, I'm going to need you to know your history. <laughs> so, Madam C.J. Walker was the first black billionaire in America. That's what I said. Like, wasn't she like a black Yes. And the reason for it was basically, first of all, she created the straight and comb and the um, perm. But what I thought was funny out of this whole article is that, um, it is the show that they're going to do is going to be about maybe an eight episode show um, where Octavia Spencer plays Madam C.J. Walker. It's based on a book on her um, grown. Uh, it's called I'm reading all that wrong. On her own, grown by um, Aaliyah Bundles, which is Walker's great granddaughter. <laughs> First of all, we talking about hair care products and bundles all at the same time. So, yeah. Here's my thing about that whole situation. So, this billionaire lady started something. And now, he ain't becoming a billionaire selling hair. Mm-mm. Oh, like, like, just, like. Yeah, Everybody sell bundles. Sell bundles there. Everybody sell bundles. <laughs> no, I'm just mad that the daughter's name was Aaliyah Bundles. Like, I was just, the granddaughter name was Aaliyah Bundles. But. Yes, everybody sells bundles on Instagram. The niggas ain't gonna be Madam C.J. Walker. You will never be Madam C.J. Walker. Nope. That's so funny. Nope. And that was what made me think about that. I was like, yo, that's that's crazy. Um, but no, shout out to Octavia Spencer. And actually, speaking of LeBron, again, LeBron James also is executive producer of this show on Netflix. So, again, Yo, put his foot in it. Everything. everything. He don't give a fuck. Everything. But, you notice he put his, his foot in his, he put his money in everything but True, true. The the other thing that he did, um, and it recently, I think it got canceled maybe a year ago, was uh, Survivor's Remorse. 
Yeah. That that was actually I liked the show. I saw it. I was mad that it was off the air, but Survivor's remorse. Money, everything so far that I've seen. And I think wait a minute, and I think he's also executive producer of Ballers too. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's executive producer of Ballers. But yeah, no, so he he is definitely getting his bag and getting to that money. And he's like, look, once this whole once I get this six ring, I ain't got shit to say to these niggas no more. Let me do what I do. Let me explain. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> you like you about to sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you're about to sneeze. Um, so, speaking of niggas that's on a six ring, well, uh, Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill releases an acoustic X Factor music video for a fashion campaign. So, originally, I was like, look, before I read this article, I was like, mm. I read the headline and I was a headline junkie, like, mm, yeah, Lauren Hill, first of all, you talk about Lauren Hill and acoustic. Her last acoustic album wasn't great at all. So, so, like, yeah. so first of all, the first three, four lines of this just made me be like, mm, no, I, I ain't gonna be able to do it. However, I did get a chance to watch the um, the video itself, right. and it, it's actually it's very artistic. Um, there's a whole message that's that's playing um, and scrolling up as she's singing the song acoustically. It sounds amazing. Um, I'm gonna let you hear it again. That was what I was listening to the, the lesson. So acoustically, it sounds amazing. Right. Um, but yeah, so and it's from Woolrich Productions. Um, Hills teamed up with Woolrich uh, for their autumn winter 2018 campaign, and the results are beautiful. According to Vogue, Miss Hill took huge creative control behind and in front of the camera, resulting in this series of um, photographs and a music video where Lauren sings an acoustic version of her song, X Factor. Um, Lauren seems to be the first in the series of artists who will be part of Woolrich's uh, Woolrich America Soul since 1830 campaign. So, shout out to, to Lauren Hill. Um, yeah, <laughs> making clothes for a long time. Um, Shout out to Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is the pioneer of I got one trick pony and I'm gonna ride that bitch until the wheels fall off. Because how long has she been singing this goddamn song? Forever. <laughs> Forever. I'm I'm low-key dumb. Wow. I'll, I'll forever listen to her movie shit but it's like mm-hmm. anything new coming up, I'm just like, well, what, what do you got? What 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 do you want to provide that I have? Pretty much. I get satisfaction out of hearing her movie shit, but it's just Well, I'm not going to a Lauren Hill concert. Not wanted to because I think the ne- the other one was, I think it was earlier this month or is it August? I can't remember. If it was it was July or August? But my I think it was August. It's August night. But my whole issue with that is this: you can't beat nobody's three hours late. Now Jay and Beyonce let the sun go down, so they started at eight thirty. So that's a whole other story. But you can't be that motherfucking late. That's that's just too late. Or just not showing up without Hershey's in there. Or, or not showing up. Hershey's actually not like what people didn't show up to a concert. Yeah, like I'm like, like fucked up. Like, yeah. Like, bitch, where's my money? <laughs> like, where's Niggas my money? Niggas get paid. Niggas yeah. got paid, and then you just mm. you're on the couch eating pizza and shit. Or getting your fucking chakras aligned, allegedly. <laughs> like, like, bitch, I, don't do that. Don't do that. You will get pulled out there. Don't do that. That nigga's fucked up. All right. And in the uh, entertainment news, 
by best. The Lauren Hill High, he's the Lauren Hill. The Lawrence High is not happy about Jay Ellis's departure from Insecure. The following, um, so if you're following HBO's Insecure, you know the storyline between Issa and Lawrence Petty um, is pretty much done. Right. At the end of season two. Last week, Issa made an official announcement that Jay Ellis's character, Lawrence, will no longer be on the show, telling Vulture, we want to stay true to life as possible. Uh, they had a great conversation at the end of season two, and it was just about like, hey, she's moving on to Daniel. Um, sometimes we have those conversations, and you never see your exes again. And it's okay. You gotta explore life without Lawrence. Um, apparently, Issa's announcement struck a with some fans and hurt some fragile male feelings. Um, a sponsored petition for them to bring Lawrence back is making its rounds around the internet and found its way to Issa Rae. Uh, the sponsored petition to bring Lawrence back is making um, is making a little bit of noise, but it's not. Look, he gone. He gone. The relationship is gone. Either way, either the way, first episode, look, the nigga get hit by a car. Like, something 
You gotta who make more, it more the job shits and, and yeah, like, transports him out somewhere else. Like, okay, look, I got an I got an opportunity. Yeah, uh, I love you to death, but I got a ticket. Some shit like that. Some right, something shit. that that roommate with a, a a better note than just we had this conversation and now we're fuck with each other. So no now it's just like so so the people watching shit don't just be like confused. Like right, okay, it makes sense. He got a new job. And you know, because niggas watch the show, they're like, oh, yeah, he was fucking up. So maybe the job gonna change him. And even maybe if he go take this job, maybe later on, right. maybe season four possibly could come back. Like, look, right. got my shit together. Uh, but right. they right, because up. and it was a and it was a big thing. You wanted him to get his shit together. He got his shit together, and now he's totally not there. Like, wait, like, wait, like, what, what happened in between that? Like, right. like, what happened in between? It's like a fucked up timeline. Like, right, there's like so it's much just, information missing. It's just like there, there's so many pieces missing. But season three will premiere August twelfth. Um, so we definitely look forward to. Damn, it is literally like, two, two weeks, weeks away. Yeah, I was so yeah, fucking excited. My cable bill is paid. I'm ready. I'm here for two weeks. It's in two weeks. Actually, I could be able to watch that shit too. Straight in the house. Yes. Comfortably. Look at that. Um, <laughs> Comfortably. <laughs> that's an inside right on that new ass couch. Hello. Look at new ass couches. Um, so, also, uh, we talked about this once before, but the Social Death 25th Anniversary Show is coming to Baltimore. That's what's up. Jermaine Dupree's Social Death 25th Anniversary Show. Um, the Culture Currency Tour. Wow. It's what it's called. The culture. It's, it's called. It's called the cultural currency tour. The cultural currency. Is coming to Baltimore Rural Farm Arena, October nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. The lineup includes Jermaine Dupri himself and the artists that helped drive the legendary label. And you'll have Escape, Jagged Edge. I've seen Jagged Edge perform recently too. They, they were actually surprisingly. I saw Jagged Edge perform. Remember when I told you I went to that nineties yeah, thing? Yeah, Um, but Jagged Edge. You saw Genuine. You saw fucking. God, it was hell of a lot of people. I want to say it was hell of people. Um, but Jagged Edge, but it was funny because it was only three albums, so one of the brothers wasn't there. So that, was, so I hope all four will be there. Uh, the Brat, of course, Bow Wow, the Franchise Boys, Bone Crusher, Jaquan, and Youngblood. Bone Crusher still alive? <laughs> That's what the fuck I said. <laughs> hey, nigga, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know, yo. Attention! I didn't know that shit. I didn't even know. I, I swear. First of all, them franchise boys, that's what I was confused about when I was reading. Like, where the fuck they Where? What the fuck? Nigga, the last time I heard about them franchise boys was literally. I'm gonna actually. Middle I, school. Literally middle school. Yeah. Guaranteed middle school. Probably, I was like. I was in middle school. Yeah. Guaranteed sixth grade, seventh grade. No, seventh or eighth. Because that was when all them crank ass songs came out. When all the southern niggas came yes. out. Yes. D4L, them franchise. Yeah. Uh, Soldier. Yep. Oh my so god. Soldier Boy. Yep. That was definitely middle school. So it was like that's when all that's when it was cool as shit to wear big ass t shirts and color graphic t shirts and the colorful ice cream hoodies and shit. Yeah. Zip all the way up. Like Oh yeah, the ones that zipped all the way up for no fucking yes. reason. And everybody, in the front. And then have no like ventilation, it just zipped all the way up. And like what and nobody was like, like what was the point? You just can't see what was like, the point. <laughs> what was the whole point? Like, like hold up, bro, like I don't get it. Damn, yo, these times that we were in. What the fuck? Yo, fashion, uh, and if we do another fashion episode, we, we definitely Yo, if the if I see them franchise boys in skinny jeans. Mm-mm. So, it was talking about, um, so looking at the album itself, the album definitely gave you a lot. Right. It, it has 
<laughs> the album has Criss Cross, The Brat, Escape, Jagged Edge, Ghost Town DJs, Bow Wow. Oh, that's I, I knew Jay Kwan's song was tipsy. I forgot about that. Yeah, but um, he another one hit wonder than me. And apparently he gonna be the one to do tipsy. Um, of course they had Jermaine. 2018 and we're doing tipsy. Oh my gosh. Um, say the Brat again, uh, Bone Crusher, Never Scared was on there. Young Bloods with Damn. And even Anthony Hamilton with Charlene apparently was on on his album. So, um, I, I, probably, yeah. I do too. I, I Anthony Anthony is definitely he got he definitely yeah I thought too. I, you know what we we need to do we also need to go and research a whole neo soul kind of movement because remember the neo soul movement where, whatever happened to that shit I don't know I don't know but speaking of nineties Brandy becomes the first nineties artist to reach one point five billion streams. Timeless songs like I Want to Be Down, The Boy Is Mine, Have You Ever, and so many more beloved Brandy jams will forever be on our playlist. Brandy, who has been dubbed the vocal bible, has a classic catalog that uh, served as the soundtrack of our 90s existence. It's no wonder she reportedly became the first 90s artist to reach 1.5 billion streams according to a Twitter feed that provided historical musical updates. Brady reposted the Twitter on social media, um, sending her followers down memory lane. Despite some catty beefs and questionable performances, Brandy has remained a fan favorite as she continues to perform her classics around the world. Her family presence is also on Love & Hip Hop Hollywood um, that keeps her in the public eye, or keeps them in general in the public right, eye. Right. Um, so, Favorite favorite Brandy album. So we were talking about this kind of off, you know, off mic. Right. Mine would have to be Full Moon. Full Moon was just one that I listened to, and that was actually around the time that she was pregnant. Oh shit. And um, so Full Moon was definitely my favorite. Right. Um, I want to be down. The remix was my shit. I can still recite all the words to that remix. Um, Brandy has just been a force to, to be reckoned with for a long time. Right now, actually, as a matter of fact, um, Todrick Hall has this project that he's working on. I think it's called Forbidden or something like that. And Brandy is actually in one of the music videos. He, like, he's making a compilation music video situation. He had um, Tiffany Haddish and Jennifer Hudson together oh, on one shit. of the scenes. <laughs> so it's just, it's, he, Todrick is fucking amazing to begin with. But, um, Brandy, Brandy was that voice for the '90s. Like she was our black pop princess. Yeah, she, she was. was like, that's so funny. She was Moesha. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, um, it was funny because I remember they even tried to do that as an older thing on BET. I don't know what happened to Zoe ever after. <laughs> they tried. They tried. They, they tried. It was like it was almost like an older Moesha, but she she's act. She's acted, she's done Broadway, she sings, she's danced, she does movies. Apparently, I mean, you know, 1.5 billion fucking streams. Because at the end of the day, it's like if a brandy song comes on and you're playing the 90s, it's like the 90s are going nowhere. Yeah, I know that. The this 90s are timeless. Now, the 90s are so point. timeless that there are three, we're almost three decades in. It's and still people still, they'll either sample 90s shit, we'll either have a 90s look, um, the 90s out of every decade has been the decade that continuously 
reemerges itself because the '90s sampled from the the '70s and the '80s and so on and so forth, and it just something about from 1990 to 1999, which is a period of just tremendous music, and just had so many, but shout out to Brandy for that, because I think that is just awesome. Yeah. Um, and rounding up the ratchet and ridiculousness portion of the day, Cardi Dearest. Mm-hmm. New mommy Cardi B drops out of Bruno Mars's tour. Cardi B apologized to Bruno Mars and her fans for dropping out of the upcoming tour. Cardi said she underestimated how long it would take to recover from giving birth. Plus, she doesn't want to be apart from baby culture. She wrote in a note post on both Instagram and Twitter, not only am I just not ready physically, I'm not ready to leave my baby behind since the doctors explained that she's not healthy enough to uh, be on the road like that, which is true. I think that it's commendable and Cardi, yeah, good job. You know, know when to say when. I think every artist, I think every person, you'll get burnt out at some point doing something that you love. Or you'll overdo something. it. Or you'll overdo it. You need to just have several seats. Take your time. You know what I mean? Get your body back together. Get your mind right because you can't do that. But I've also heard that she's working on another album already. And that's her first child. And that's her first baby. So she's like, yeah. Like she said, when was listening to the IG, she's yeah. like, I'm fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah, she was like, look, my body fucked up. She was like, shit, I'm lazy nowadays. Yeah, lazy as shit. Like, I thought yeah. I was going to be able to do this. That's different. Beyonce, at this point, got three. Yeah. So now, so she, she she could push him out and still go dance. Like, yeah. Nah, she got the, she, her body's used to it now. Like, mm-hmm. Nah, Cardi. Cardi's like, hell no. Mm-hmm. She said she could barely even walk. Legs swept up, like yeah, I bet, yeah. Like you have a whole human being coming out of your vagina, and all the weight that it puts onto you while the baby's inside. Not you. so that. it makes you heavier. You walk heavier. Yeah. Now while that's out, your body is still. It's like you're still adjusting. Them. You not had nine months to walk yes. heavy like that. Like yeah. Now like you was working out for nine months on some shit. Like, yeah. Low key. Like. And then not only that, it's like you have to. You got to think about it. A baby shifts your organs. Yeah. So you have to have all of your organs shift back <laughs> the in the fuck? place. And they and and, and truth though, they're not gonna go back the way that they're supposed I'll to. Be damn, I'll be damned. Right. You gotta talk, you gotta think about it. like your rib cage expands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of your your actual organs get shifted all towards the back part of your body. Pelvic area. Pelvic area changes, like all of that shit. So you can tell me at the kids saying we love women and we understand what y'all go through because that is a miracle of life. And guess what, man? I couldn't begin to fathom. Nigga. <laughs> and then, especially if it's the fact that you have to, let's say you, she, um, apparently she had the baby naturally because she talks about it like right. that. But what if you had to have a C-section? Oh, shit. Nigga, or epidural. Yeah, you know, like, like, shit like that is, that is scary. It is scary. Like, look, this ain't coming out of there. Like, so we got to cut this little nigga. Nigga. Like, Let me tell you something. As a grown ass man, I couldn't even think about no. or fathom. Me neither. If if the roles were reversed, shit, I'd be a whole bitch. Like, you know what? I don't think Drug I'm gonna do this. Drug me. Drug me. I'm literally gonna die because this is not um, Give me the finest of drugs that you guys had to offer. But see, and it's so it's <laughs> so it's so weird. Um me and my stepmother were talking about it too, but like a spinal tap, like when they do it. So the way that they do the epidural, they put the epidural in your back until you don't move. 
Like, but you in so much pain, and you got bent over, and then not you move. You tell me not to move, like because they, they like they might hit your spine. Like no, like, fuck that. You like, might be paralyzed. Can you niggas paralyze me? Yes, they could literally paralyze you with an epidural, my nigga. Like here's my know. thing, like because it's a numbing agent. So yeah, if, they, right. if they slip and they miss and hit the spine, oh, your spine shit. will be numb. You're done. You're done. Right. You're done. You're paralyzed. From the waist down and still have to get a baby out of it. Right. Like, nah, that's a fucked up way to go out. Right. <laughs> Yo, how do you explain that to your friends and family? Like, I'm in a wheelchair now because. Right. The, the nigga missed. And right. like, <laughs> the nigga missed, hit my spine, and they still have to get the baby out of exactly. it. Exactly. And I'm just fucked up. Fat. And a lot of people just say that they have the C section. See, it's funny because the C section scars go vertically, it used to go vertically back in the day, but now they just go horizontally. You know, which is so bad. But you've never had a surgery, so you don't understand. Like, remember I told you about the surgery that's on my knee? Like, the the scar that's on my knee and what's on my ankle? If, like, my wife rubbed my knee or whatever, there are parts of that that I can't feel. Oh, wow. Because it's just that scar that's right there. Like, I I can't feel that. So, it just is what it is. So, what we're going to do is we're going to come back with a little fun game. um, And we're going to take a break right now. And then we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Um, it's been a interesting show. I think y'all got a lot of information, especially my whole Beyonce concert situation. And um, we'll be right back. All right. What up, y'all? We back. Yep, yep. All right, so we can play a little game just because I found this article on Ranker.com, and it says the real names of 150 rappers. It's a list. <laughs> <laughs> Let me let me be clear that they do go in alphabetical order, but I'm gonna read this. Um, the list of real names of rappers will inform and enlighten you because you. Sorry, because sorry, I can't read today. Because who even knew some of your best rappers in history used the stage name? Snoop wasn't uh, what his mother wasn't his mother's idea. Get out of here with that. Kanye West and Wyclef John used their given names to record their music, but most rappers use a stage name. Some rappers use nicknames that they've had for their whole lives, while others MCs create an entirely new persona. Some rappers have even changed their names multiple times. Um, that is true. <laughs> wow. Who is the most famous rapper to use a stage name? Jay-Z. Tops our list, of course. Literally. Jay-Z was born Sean Corey Carter on December 4th, 1969. Did they have to say all of that? That was unnecessary. Um, he December had, what? 69. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 1969. Um, he has had such song hits as Empire State of Mind and 99 Problems. Of course, my favorite. <laughs> he is known as uh, Jazzy. Oh, he was known as Jazzy yeah. growing up and eventually merged into Jay-Z. 50 Cent was born Curtis James Jackson III on July 6, 1975. He has released such songs as In the Club and Candy Shop. A couple of famous rappers have gone by multiple stage names. Snoop Dogg was born Calvin uh, Cordozer Barotis Jr. Wow, that's so much. On October 20th, 1971, um, he has released such songs as Drop It Like It's Hot and Gin and Juice. After a recent trip to Jamaica, Snoop changed his name to Snoop Lion. P. Diddy was born Sean Combs on November 4th, 1969. Um, he had such hits as his singles Bad Boy for Life and Last Night. He also has been known as Puff Daddy and Diddy. So yeah, Puffy is very famous for changing that name 101 times. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask oh, a couple questions 
to figure out if he can find out whose name belongs to what rapper. Okay. All right. Um, we'll see how this goes. It's gonna be. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> um, let's start off with Shahab bin Abraham Joseph. The fuck? <laughs> I give you. I give you a hint. Is it ASAP Rocky? No, it's not ASAP Rocky. I know ASAP Rocky. Two Chains, Twenty One Savage, or Big Al. 21 Savage. It's 21 Savage. Right. It is 21 Savage. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, in that era, niggas wasn't just getting crazy wild off the names and shit. Like, now niggas is getting used to unorthodox ass names. Like. Alright, I got another one for you. Um, Lenny Conrad Jaman Shakar Rashid Lynn Jr. That is common. That's common. That is common. I don't even remember like the first part of his name. I know the first. I know like his first. I didn't know his name was that long. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right, Stanley Kirk Burrell. <laughs> I don't even. I can't even begin to like guess what the fuck that is. Stanley Kirk Burrell, known professionally as MC Hammer. What the fuck? That's why you went broke. That's why you went broke. The fuck? All right, Clifford Smith. This this is a good one for you. You should know this. Give me the era. Ninety five, six, seven ish. <clears throat> Clifford Smith. Clifford Smith. Why does that name sound so familiar? You know this. Um, he's been in multiple movies. He has had a successful rap career in a group and out of a group. Um, in and out of group. So he was in a group and out of a group. Mm-hmm. Clifford Smith. Oh, it's like, you should see the wheels turning, y'all. You should see his wheels turning. <laughs> this is so your you know this. I promise you, you're gonna be so mad when I tell you what it, who it is. In a group age from the nineties. Yep, and it's been in multiple movies. And in multiple movies. Some of which are his own creations. It's the M-E-T-H-O-D. What? That's why I said I know this name, yo. I've heard this name many times. You have. Damn, that's fucked up. Um, Sorry, math. Wu-Tang Forever. Right. I'm going to be like, nigga, you should know this. Wu-Tang Forever. Ah, I got one that's going to throw you. See, th- this one of them I can't say, but uh, this one I will do. Um, Michael Lawrence Taylor. Michael Lawrence Taylor. I'll give you. I'll give you a clue. Um, ninety six ish, ninety five, ninety ninety four, no ninety five, ninety six ish. Um, came in with a big group that had a tank. But he's not the leader of the group. Let's just put it like that. All right. Okay. 
This sucks. This is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get your hip hop up, nigga. Get your hip hop up. It is mystical. Oh. <laughs> um. You might know this one. Uh, Cornell Irel Haynes Jr. His, his city that he comes from has arches. That does not fucking help at all. Yes, it does. There's only one big city that has the major arch. Yo, <laughs> this really sucks. Like, I really want you to know this sucks. Like, I'm like, the city, the city with the arch is St. Louis. Uh, Cornell. Nelly? There you go. Okay. I only know because it's Nell. <laughs> right. So that's like, this is where you niggas get y'all names from? Like, <laughs> nope, nope. You named Cornell, so you just thought of Nelly instead of saying cor- Corny. So he could have I, I forgot what they called They actually, let me see if they, they said it, but they actually called him something completely different. Wow. Like, as a kid, they called him something else. I forgot what it was. But yeah. Um, Russell Tyrone Jones. That ghetto ass name. Russell Tyrell Jones. This nigga got like literally three names. He he Two. He, he has passed. Um, we commonly remember him applying for food stamps, and he was in a big group. Uh, ODB. There you go. There you go. Come on, son. Come <laughs> on, son. Wu Tang Feather. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, I don't like that one. Um, Dana Elaine Owens. That's a female. Mm-hmm. Dana Elaine Owens. Why do females just not go by their names? It makes so much more sense. <laughs> You're like, Dana Elaine. Hmm. She has had a surpassing career that was going through the 80s. In the 90s, she has had, she's been in multiple movies and multiple television shows. She's produced some of said television shows and has had her own talk show. She's nope. She's a singer and a rapper. Oh, MC Light. Close. You in that category? The Brat. Nope. The Brat's not a singer. Raw Digger. Nope. Oh wait, they rappers. What the fuck was that? I mean, but you still in the category though, because there's some rappers that are rappers slash singers. Mm. Shit. Uh, she's best known. Is it Queen Latifah? It is. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Damn, yo. You thought this was going to be easy, huh? Hell no. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, I got you one. This one should be easy. William Leonard Roberts II. Will I am? Nope. I just said Will William, I know, right? What was his name? William Leonard Roberts II. Fuck. 
He he has a big label. He came from Florida, from the South. He was on Trick Daddy's label, Slip and Slide Records at one point, and is now the most major artist. Master P? Nope. Think about it. Think about it. Because if I say the next thing, you're going to know what it is. It ain't Boosie, is it? It's not Boosie. It's not Boosie. It's a, south, it's a southern nigga, though. He's, yeah, he's, from, he's from Florida. Oh, he's from Florida. Mm-hmm. You say he came from Master P's logo? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he came Trick from Daddy. Trick Daddy. It's not GCJ. Mm-hmm. Because they were Memphis. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? You just said Florida. If y'all can see his face right now, y'all will be like... Is it T-Pain? Nope. Mm-mm. T-Pain's not from Florida. Yeah, he is. He is. No, I'm sorry. You know he's from Tallahassee, Florida. Yeah, he's from Tallahassee. But this person is is more Miami. Oh yeah. Because we talking about Trick Daddy, so more Miami. Rick Ross. Yep. All right. <laughs> they know his name was William and shit. Man. It's William. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where the fuck did you get Rick from? Like, I don't get. I do not get the creation of a, of a rapper's name. Nah, I'm trying to tell you. Nigga, your name is Will. This might be some something in your area that you might like. Uh, Quincy Matthew Hanley. His rapper's persona has a Q in it. You, you know I don't really fuck with none of these. Like, you it's know. 09. Okay. Um, there's a Q in it. Mm-hmm. Um, He's part of TDE. Oh. Um, Scooby Kid. There you go. Okay. I'm about to say, because there ain't no other, no other guest from that. Uh, his name is Quincy. His name is Quincy. He, he said it on our team. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the South, DeAndre Quartz Wet. That sounds like a fucking address. It does. <laughs> DeAndre Courtsway. He's from the South. Mm-hmm. He's from the South. He started a major dance craze from the internet. We just actually talked about it, as a matter of fact. He started a fucking dance craze. In 07. Soldier Boy Salon. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? He looked like a DeAndre. Yeah. Now you think about it, he like his name would be DeAndre. Oh my gosh. Um, so this one you may not get, but I'm, I'm going to give it to you anyway. Fahim Rashad Najim. So, he's from the South. He has a unique voice and sound and can sing and rap. Ty Dallas on? Nope. Ty's from LA. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly, nigga. Mm-hmm. I say and you, and you said his name. This fucking is whack. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually T-Pain. Oh, shit. <laughs> right. That nigga named Chris. It's Rashad Najem. 
What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw you a bone for this one. Timothy, Timothy Zachary Mosley. Oh my god, this is so simple. I promise you this one is simple. I promise you. Easier said when you don't know these niggas' names. Like I could have told you that just from what it is. Um, Timothy what? Timothy Zachary Mosley. So, he found some of the most greatest artists and has worked with every artist that you could ever think of. He has rapped, but is primarily a producer. Dr. Dre? Who? Dr. Dre name, you know will be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Timothy Zachary Mosley. One of the biggest producers in the world. There are fans right oh, now. Oh, Timberland. I'm about to say, there are fans right now listening to the show and they are Don't mad with you. They did. are mad with <laughs> you right now. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like, um, let me give you. Uh, mm, I don't want to fuck that up, but. Um, Let's see. No, nobody, nobody cares about that. <laughs> I got one. I got one for you that I know you won't get, but I'm just gonna throw it out here anyway. Not that you've gotten any of them at this point. But <laughs> right. Like uh, this person's name is Alvin Nathaniel Joyner. Um, any rapper or any singer named Money. He had a famous show on MTV called Pimp My Ride. That nigga's name better not be the same name as mine. It is. This nigga exhibit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Yep, exhibit's name is Alvin and Nathaniel Joyner. Yep. That's funny as shit. Yep. Um, I wouldn't never guess that either. Um, I got an easier one for you, too. Kimberly Denise Jones. Yeah, little cam. Little cam. Absolutely. And another easy one for you, Onika Tanya Mirage. Nikki. Right. Ratchet ass name. Uh, right. <laughs> Christopher George Latour Wallace. Biggie. Of course. Um, Sean John Combs. I have, I have somebody I have somebody that has my name. His name is Troy Donald uh, Jamerson. You'll never guess this one, but it's Farrell Mont. He doesn't even exist anymore. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Nazir Ben Oludara Jones. This nigga, Nas. Right, exactly. Um, Dante Terrell Smith. Dante Terrell Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, it's hard because these all these nigga ass names. It's like <laughs> right. They got these real ass. Like I'm really trying to put put nigga to a like put this name to a face and I'm like yo all these niggas just it's just nigga names like mm-hmm. it's like hood ass ratchet names and I'm like okay like I don't want to say this this sounds like this person this name matches with this person I don't know who the fuck that is that is actually most deaf it <laughs> would have never guessed that really this one's probably easy too Robert Ramik Williams 
Just think about his middle name. Big Mill? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Your name Rob. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Your name Rob. Mm-hmm. Robert. Um, Lena Michelle Moore. That's a hard one. That is a hard one. But surprisingly, you actually said it in one of the other ones. So it is a hard one, though. Go through, go through female rappers. Let me see, like. There it is. <laughs> and Percy Robert Miller. Percy Miller, that name is so fucking sound. I'll give you clues on this one because this is this should be the easiest one. Label from the South with a tank. Very tall. Niggas just got tanks. It's the only label that had a tank. Um, very tall, very independent, out of the trunk artist, sold albums out of the trunk. Um, was originally gonna play basketball before he became a rapper. Master P. It is. His name is Percy. <coughs> His name is Percy. I don't know how to feel about that. Right. Um, this one is one that you'll you'll get to. Christopher Brian Bridges. Uh, that's pun. Nope. No, that ain't pun. What am I talking about? I know his name. That is, wait, Christopher what? Brian Bridges. Christopher Brian Bridges. Hmm. He's been in a couple of movies. Um, he is an artist from Atlanta. All these niggas from the South. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of South niggas, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's an artist from Atlanta. He, um... He drives cars very fast and furious. He is on the new Fear Factors. Oh, Ludacris. There you go. Now, for your boy, his name is Christopher Lee Rojas. Yeah, Rojas, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Brian Williams... Such a basic ass name. It's, it's like, so basic, but it's like, but uh, one of the biggest labels twice over two labels, really. Brian Williams. Oh, Birdman. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And let's see. Trevor Taheem Smith. I said this upstairs. He is a New York-based MC. He had, was originally in a group that did a duet song with Tribe Called Quest. Uh, Trevor. Mm -hmm. It's not. He's Jamaican. He, um... Was on the Look At Me Now remix with Chris Buster Rooms. There you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that one. Um, you know that one. You know this one. Araya Rakim Myers. That's um, ASAP. Which one? Rodney. And Donald Ferguson. Ferg. ASAP Ferg. Um, Andre Lauren Benjamin. <laughs> Shit, that's a funny name. Yeah, you know who that is. Andre 
3K. Mm-hmm. And one more, and we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Um, oh, um, Chancellor Bennett. Chancellor Rapper. There it is. There it is. So some of your favorite MCs will have some of the, the fucking the most awkward, awkward names. Like what? <laughs> um, and then some of them are just are, are, are okay because then you have like DMX, who's Earl Simmons, um, Dougie oh. Fresh, who is Douglas E. Davis, um, Dr. Dre, who is Andre Romel Young, um, Easy E was Eric Lynn Wright, Marshall Mathers was the one that threw me. It was Marshall Bruce Mathers for Eminem. That one, right. the Bruce through me. Uh, Fabulous is John David Jackson. Uh, Fat Joe is Joseph Antonio Cartagena, which is my favorite. And Foxy Browns was a bit much, though. It was Inga DiCarlo Fung Marchand. It was it was a lot. Wait, what? <clears throat> and um, the game is Jason Terrell Taylor. So make sure y'all check out Ranker.com for just more exclusive stuff like this. I think this is such a really good website and it was a fun game and we found out that obese don't know shit. So <laughs> it worked it worked out well. It worked out well and I hope that my hints were great. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um right now O has dropped a new beat yeah, and yeah. niggas is packing for it. Talk about the beat real quick. Niggas is trying to take my soul for mm-hmm. the beat. Mm-hmm. But you gotta pay up, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna say, well, describe the beat for those who haven't heard it, and where can they find it? So um, it's on SoundCloud right now. Actually, I'm actually gonna take it off SoundCloud because mm-hmm. I've actually mixed it. I've never mixed it down. I just okay. made it and put it up. Mm-hmm. But I gotta put it on, re-put it on SoundCloud after I mix it down. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's called Afro, mm-hmm. and um, I did the cover art. The sample from um, Lil' Kim Drugs. I forgot. I, I knew the original. It's, it's, I, forgot, I forgot. What, the original? The original, original, original. Sample. Yeah, the yeah. original sample where it came from. Yeah. But Kim, in the beat Kim did, it was a sample in there too. Mm-hmm. But I forgot the name of the shit because I didn't get it from Kim shit. Mm-hmm. But I got it from this. I forgot the name of this fucking song. It's making me so mad because somebody else asked me. I cannot remember. What the original song was. Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was that was definitely dope to, to see and we sent that out today. Um yep, yep. so right now, next month we're gonna kinda start re preparing again for guests. Yep. Um and putting some, some people back up on the show. Um I think that's that's pretty much it. Don't forget that you can check us out on all of your social media platforms. Yep. Um, look for the Kickstand Podcast, the Kickstand Pod on Twitter. Um, don't forget, you can always email us. Speaking of which, oh my gosh, we got an email. Oh, too. Wow. We got an email from another from somebody else who wants to be on the show. So we, you and I are going to talk about that too. Um, so we, uh, you can always email us at the um, Kickstand Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure if you have any questions, if you want to vote in on um, who are your favorite artists and if you know their real names, you know. Go ahead, let's do that too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, the kickstand is all about having a good time, having fun. So that's what we do. Um, so, uh, in closing, as always, fear, false evidence appearing real. I was afraid to drive my ass all the way to DC to go see Beyonce and Jay Z, but I did it. Fear. Fuck it. Shit, I was scared of going. I actually, I was more nervous that it was going to rain again. That was what I was really 
afraid of. I was like, man, I, I don't think I can do this. Right. But we made it, and you know, I was I also afraid that we weren't gonna find the car neither. That was another thing. Like, right. fuck out of here. But um, I am your host, Young Smooth. I'm OB, and this is the Kickstand Podcast, and we out this summer. <laughs>